0: How can I cheat? There are no rules.
1: following the
2: rules. What rules? Ah, now it makes sense. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 19, Your Hit Parade. It's the 141st episode overall, directed by George Tyne, written by Ronnie Graham, Originally aired on January 24th, 1978, and the production code is Y124.
0: Check. That's what you think. Three of diamonds. Uh, uh, yeah. Crown my king. Thank you. Nothing. You're mm-hmm. cheating. How can I cheat? There are no rules. Oh, yeah. Knight to knight seven. Full house, you hustler. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Gin. Gin. Gin it is! Thank you. Let's set up the board again. This time I get to play cards and checkers. Oh, no, 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 that's not fair, because whoever has the cards and checkers always wins. Well, that's what I... Sure, don't don't look, don't look, don't look! Five bucks says that's Father Mulcahy. <laughs> Ten will get your radar. You're on. Come in. Good afternoon, sir. Ah, radar, you're the last person <laughs> I wanted to see! Oh, radar, old buddy, looking at you is like money in the bank. All well, the other tents they just say hello. Would you like to join us? What are you playing? Double Cranko. Yeah. Uh, bishops are worth three jacks. Right. Checkers are wild. Uh-huh. And you have to be 21 or over to open. Uh-huh. Prepare to sit in for a hand. You'll get out by dawn. Uh, no, thank you, sirs. Whenever I lose, I always like to know why.
3: And the plot summary for this episode, after 11 days of no casualties, the Swamp Rats are so bored, they invent Cranko, a game mixing chess poker and checkers radar takes winchester's turntable to play the new records the 4077th receive and colonel potter believes it will alleviate boredom suddenly the or gets beyond crazy and colonel potter encourages radar to keep the tunes that come in the wounded soon overflow into the mess tent the officers club and the swamp as adjunct hospitals Klinger is scrounging for blood especially the ab blood one wounded gi desperately needs the medical staff is forced to use plasma and everyone is on automatic pilot. Radar becomes a cool cat and his confidence over the air grows quickly. Konopata continues to request the same version of Sentimental Journey sung by Doris Day.
0: There you are kid. We're ready to go on the air from one end of the camp to the other. Oh my gosh. Pick up that mic and announce the first tune. Right. that's it oh come on Klinger. i don't know what to say well just put it in your own words i don't have any of my own words i just use everybody else's come on you speak into this thing all the time yeah but i never jockeyed a disc before i mean i don't know what those guys say have no fear kid i'll tell you what to say what you know about this stuff are you kidding remember that payola scandal in toledo two years ago my uncle bob gets out next month oh well then maybe you should be the announcer me talking to this thing not a chance here just say your name, then the song. It's simple okay hi <laughs> this is corporal- uh no this is radar um, I just thought you might like to hear um don't uh, know uh, uh i got a we just got a shipment of uh, uh yeah uh, i'm gonna uh, play a record for you. Oh, terrific, huh? I better write you some stuff. What kind of stuff? This jockey talk. You know, uh, hey, this is your plan to push a radar rally, sliding out some hot signs for all you cats and hot dogs lads. Nigga. I don't understand a thing you just said. Uh, good, neither will they.
2: And for guest stars, we have Ronnie Graham, who plays Sergeant Gribble. Uh, As a writer, Graham penned seven episodes of MASH. He also co-wrote the screenplays for the Mel Brooks films To Be or Not To Be from 1983 and Spaceballs from 1987, appearing on screen as Sodenheim in The Former and The Minister in The latter. Also starring is Ken Markleman. Now, he's an American actor primarily known for his roles as Abner
3: Goldstein on the TV series The White Shadow. And he also played Gary Greenberg, Cindy Brady's love for Interest, and the short lived brady Bunch spin-off The Bradys. <laughs> I like that.
2: Johnny Hamner returns as Sergeant Zelmozel. And producer Stevens returns as Nurse Baker. We also have William Cux, who played Patient. This was William's first acting credit.
1: Come on in, bunkies. Oh, talk about flush. When well, I grow up, I want to be a colonel. All right, this is my room. Those are yours. Uh, I don't know. The desk clerk promised me an ocean view. Not even room for complaints. Leave an aisle. I make a lot of trips during the night. Go for me, too, will you? This think should come with an instruction manual. No, oh, there's nothing to it. Stand back. I'm going to blow mine up. It's as
0: easy as one, two. Come on, will you? There thing only my top half is sleeping I think mine's
1: alive Hope none of you boys are sleepwalkers well i used to be my mother cured me with psychology she's got attacks on the floor nobody here
0: but a sardine uh. Oh, now, really, it's
1: impossible. Major, there's a couple of inches for you right here. I refuse to sleep standing up. <laughs>
0: uh, why? We do it all the time at OR. I'm sure you do. I however am neither an incompetent nor a forced. Well, then what are you? Well, I demand a space for my cock. Hello, room service. Send up a larger room.
1: Come on, you birds. Let's roost. My crib was larger than this. Tent. Oh.
0: Of course, you had to have room for the tennis court. Yeah. Oh. Uh. oh
1: and there's room for us, too. A little lumpy,
0: but it'll do. Now that that's settled, good night. Get your filthy feet off me. Get them
1: off! Oh, you Winchester, I hope you all have nightmares. Will you guys quit horsing around?
2: All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Why don't you start us off, Meds? Uh, I hate this episode. <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> yep, I can't mm. stand it. Um, I... I, 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 I... <sighs> I think it's uh, – and it's a shame because it's really good to see Radar back.
2: Oh, my God. Um, I know. I have that in my notes, finally. Radar is just so annoying. Uh, yes. Uh, I have that in my uh, notes as well. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Which is such a shame because I really have missed him and I, I like to see him, you know, just casually borrowing Charles' record player and you just think, you know, for a while that's his – it's a bit like borrowing – it'd be like borrowing Radar's teddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's just the thing that keeps him going. Yeah. Um, he just ends up being a really silly DJ. Now the, the thing is, is that this is like the early '50s, um, so I I don't know if was was that what DJs were like in the '50s. Yes, in they were. They were, they were over the top. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's all right because that's just totally alien to us over here. Yeah. You know, constantly. Play, why would you constantly play sentimental? Genius? I I know Potter does say that story that he fell in love with Doris Stay
1: every time I hear that song, it reminds me of a very special young lady. Mildred? No, after Mildred. Oh! Oh. Happened about a dozen years ago when I was stationed at Fort Dix. One night, some of the boys and I went up to New York to hear Les Brown and his band of renown. Well, I was sort of just looking around when suddenly, walking across the dance floor, There she was, this willowy, blonde beauty. I was in love. Well, the band started playing, the vocalist started singing Sentimental Journey. I looked up to see that I had fallen in love with Doris Day. I'm glad Mildred wasn't there. I couldn't have handled it. I have never taken her to a Doris Day movie. I've seen them all. Alone, sometimes I feel bad that Mildred doesn't know, but then I remember doris doesn 't know either
3: and you know that's 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 fine but yeah when you when he first encourages radar to play records you know over the the tannoy so that it kind of boosts morale and gets everyone going why then would you play the same song every over time over. yeah you know it, it just doesn't matter. there there is one line in his so that absolutely killed me and it's again it's charles and he's talking to margaret and he says Mar-
0: margaret on this occasion allow me to be frank Ah,
3: oh, oh, literally frank but
2: i oh, had that written literally. down that was a great oh. line <laughs> i love that line
3: yes i i love that i thought i thought that was brilliant um you know, but yeah, I think it's one of those, there's some great, to ask some great lines in this episode, I mean, it's not, I mean, I say I hate it, I don't hate it, I've just got the words boo written next to it, um, <laughs> it's just a bit of a, a lackluster episode compared to the others I watched in this batch for, for the podcast, Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was just a whole, th- those two things really, Radar just being a bit irritating and, and just constantly playing sentimental journey.
2: Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I enjoyed it probably more than you, I gave it 7 out of 10, mm. Um and I have the exact. I mean, my notes pretty much mimicked yours. I'm like, "Yay, radar's back!" Boo. I hated that he had came back for this particular story. You know, for him hmm. to be the the DJ, that was just bad. Um, I I actually enjoyed. You know, I'm a huge Potter fan, so I liked his little sentimental story about Doris Day and falling in love with her. You know, and not telling his wife, and because so not Potter to you know to cheat on his wife. He'd never cheat. Which we do. You know, later on in the series there's a possibility there with another woman yeah. um uh, the winchester who you know Houlihan bickering again back and forth those two the i can't tell if they're if, they, if they're attracted to each other or if they're not attracted to each other or because they play on and off again that those two have a little hint of attractiveness to each other i i think it's more respect <sighs>
3: I, I think i think especially from charles i think yeah. charles is just a, because he's desperate for somebody else who can be an equal along game. And every now and again, because she's a major and yeah. he says things, but then she'll sort of like really give the game away that she's not as educated as what Charles is. And you can see him every now and again, he'll either just quickly look at her or raise his eyes, but you know, he, she's the closest he's got to somebody of his equal standing. I suppose.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I do like their interaction. They, you know, they, yeah. they, yeah. they bicker quite a bit, but it's a fun interaction. I don't get tired of that. Uh, I really like. um, uh, Charles going from tent to tent, with his uh, yes. with his cot, you know, trying to find a place to to sleep. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that and then I I mean I don't know why him and Margaret. I mean I guess back in the day it probably wasn't appropriate for him and Margaret to bunk up together, but no. I did like uh, Hawkeye and BJ's reaction when they found them two together. Uh, but yeah. poor poor Charles, I felt bad for him. I mean he's pompous, but I loved when he lays down across BJ and Hawkeye's cuts and they're like okay so they just lay down on top and put their feet on him and i just i like that whole scene you know they shove them all in a room with potter Um, oh poor charles (laughs) i don't know sometimes he deserves what he gets the the true. um yeah i mean i really don't have any other notes other than what the i mean i pretty much like the same things you did and dislike the same things you did Uh, But I still think I I was still entertained. It was still a good episode. But again, as I said, with this batch that we're uh, recording now, this, you know, they were all just kind of good episodes, nothing Mm. spectacular. And this was just another one of those, you know, Um, not bad, but definitely not one to write home about. No,
0: no. Margaret, I tried post-op. I tried the mess tent. I even tried the compound. I always got run over. Better luck next time. Save me! Who are you? I was here first. Hide me, please. They're trying to kill me. Who's trying to kill you? They are. Well, that needle don't mind him folks he's just a volunteer well what have we here you two kids have the whole house to yourselves what are you doing oh no get him out of here No! will you be quiet you're making him nervous move him makes a great chaperone get out Uh, let's get him back to the swamp before somebody lights a match Uh, let's go bourbon street come on you bum what is going on we asked you first. Margaret, if he snores during the night, make him go back to his own cot. How dare you. Bless you, my children. Get out! Don't they make a lovely couple? Come on, they want to be alone. Now you see what I put up. You and, and your cot! No, get Margaret, out! I get haven't me, had get any chance to find out. Out, out! out! And it's almost dawn. I want to thank you for a charming evening. Perhaps there's a nice
1: deserted roof.
2: let's move on to the behind the scenes. I think I have the first one here. The title is based on the television series Your Hit Parade from
3: 1950. Uh, In the OR, BJ names the tune that Radar is playing over the PA as the musical clock. In fact, the title is The Syncopated
2: Clock by Leroy Anderson. Colonel Potter mentions the fact that he met Doris Day a dozen or so years back. He would have met her no later than 1940, which would have made her no more than 16 even if the story is true it's highly unlikely he had known who she was until much later (laughs) yeah that's that time Uh, time timeline thing timeline yeah
3: Yeah. Uh, a subplot revolves around a severely injured patient with a b negative blood and the need to find him a blood donor before he succumbs to shock while blood of the patient's own type would be best a person with AB blood can safely receive blood from a donor of any other blood type as long as the RH factor is compatible.
2: Ah, that's uh, good to know. Hawkeye, imitating Groucho, hello room service, send up a larger room. It's from A Night at the Opera from 1935. And we know that Hawkeye is a huge Groucho Mark fan. So. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh Fun fact. Um, the model for the MASH 4077th was the 8055th. In real life, the 8055th had a staff of 10 doctors, 12 nurses, and treated around 200 men at a time. Fun fact.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, uh, this is Radar, Mike side, talking to you over the mic. And this is the 23rd playing of the old sentimental journey. You know, I've really enjoyed staying up all night playing this tune, and now that we've all heard it, we'll never forget it, including me, because I've played it 23 times. And you folks have been so kind with your requests and your kind requests that I just wanted to tell you that I'm going to stay here on this sentimental journey for 12 more hours. How's that, you hot potatoes out there in Mashland?
1: You just signed off.
0: But, sir, my loyal listeners...
1: Are the ones that asked me to shut you off. Oh. Don't feel too bad. You did a good job. You kept us going at a crucial time. I'm proud of you, son. Thank you, sir. And for the first time in 12 years, I can honestly say I'm sick and tired of Doris Day. All right,
2: you can find MASH4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH4077podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, at MASH4077podcast. And you can follow me, at HawkeyeMids. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website, and there is a PayPal button, Or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash geekyfanboy. And you can become a monthly donator to our podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download,
3: or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for MASH4077 Podcast.
2: All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. I think I like this a little bit more than meds. Definitely not uh, one to write home about
3: no
2: (laughs) all right well I'm Kenny (laughs) and uh, I'm Simon and we'll be seeing you
1: Sergeant Walmer Gribble request permission to say goodbye Colonel permission granted Sergeant bye Colonel goodbye Sergeant
0: you know uh, it's a pleasure to be able to help dismantle that bomb (laughs) if you ever need me again just call
1: oh we will you do fine work
0: thanks you know bomb disposal is not only a highly technical and complex job but a very dangerous one May I? Oh, please. Too much rice. I could tell you stories that would set your hair on edge. I'm sure you could. Colonel, you owe me 17. I'll never forget this one time when this nut put a bomb in his colonel's briefcase. It was attached to the lock, you see, and I had oh, to cut right gee, through. It's the time briefcase. for round. Gotta cut right through so I would not touch the uh, the bomb. Excuse me, I have to run. Colonel, you owe me $17.12. I think we should go again, all right? I think you're ready for triple crankle. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship.
2: MASH 4077 podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.
1: As, a,
3: as adjunctos, adjunct host. adjunct. Klingo is scranging for blood, especially the AB Blood 1. Blood. Oh, sorry.
2: Appearing on screen as. How do you say. What's that word?
3: In fact the title is the syncopated the synco,
2: syncopated sync syn,
3: the synco, syncopated syncopated really that's weird that okay. is